0: What's up party people? You made it. Congratulations. Welcome to the damn good day show. This is Ian Lenhart aka Len Jones coming at you from Miami to let you know that it is a damn, a damn good day to have a damn good day. And I'm feeling good. Like I'm feeling real good. If you can feel how good I'm feeling, you would be like, "All right, I feel the effects of you feeling good. Watching you feel good is making me feel good. And that's because I just did some breath work. And that's also because I just interviewed a professional expert on breathwork. And whenever I speak to these people that make meditation and breathwork, uh, breathwork is a form of meditation, if they make it a staple of their life, it's almost like these people have an infinite source of power they can tap into. It astonishes and amazes me, the power of meditation and breath work and how much it can change your life if you decide to learn the basic steps to get better and more proficient at it. We live in a society that is just so boggled down with technology and ADHD and just always people just paying and working so hard to attract the dopamine out of us to get us to engage in their apps and their ads and all these things and it's so hard just to turn the brain down. Meditation is a powerful, powerful tool where you can really find inner peace. I'm still at the early stages. I've been listening to this app called uh, Waking Up with Sam Harris. I think it's been helping me a lot because it really speaks about why and where is this coming from. It lays the foundations of meditation before you actually... Get up in there, up in that brain, and try to start slowing it down. So I highly recommend that. But meditation has been great personally in my own life to just calm down, relax, focus on me, focus on my body. I first learned about breath work a few years ago with this guy named Chris Keener. I did it at this uh, this event called Brick. It was like a phone free event. We'll talk more about that on the podcast. But it was crazy. I lay down. I'm deep breathing. I'm I'm breathing like a you know straight breather. And, and next thing you know, I can say start feeling tingly. I start feeling sensations i never felt before. It was almost like I was on drugs. And I, from that second, I was definitely like, this is something I want to make a bigger part of my life. But naturally, all of us could probably do a better job at the things that are good for us. And this is why I really enjoy talking to breath coaches and people in this world, because they have this way of, of pulling you deeper and deeper into the understanding. And that's what this podcast did. You will get a PhD in understanding why meditation, why breath work, why you need to start doing it today. And obviously we talk a lot about a lot of other stuff too. Now let me tell you about Samantha Skelly. She is one of the most positive, optimistic, fun people we've had on the podcast. I know this is going to be a complete treat for you guys. She's the founder of the Pause Breathwork app this thing is amazing. They have this great program that allows people to become trauma-informed breathwork facilitators, an amazing course. Uh, And more than that, just her intentions are so uh, positive and genuine and good. I've spoken to a lot of people. And honestly, I can say a lot of people that do breathwork fall in that category because they just have this honed in feeling uh, of confidence about themselves. That's why I'm so grateful to be able to speak with Samantha today and engage with her and understand why she got into it, how she got into it, how she's consistent. So on this episode, we discussed things like the difference between meditation and breath work, the effect breathing has on the body, the challenges of building an app, it ain't easy, and also morning routines, red light therapy, I think I'm going to buy the model she mentioned today cold plunges, and so much more. As always, you can watch this episode live on YouTube. Just search a damn good day. And without further ado, episode 125 with Samantha Skelly. Let's jump into it. And we're live. Samantha Skelly's on the mic coming in from San Diego, California. How are you doing? I'm so good. So good to be here. I'm excited to talk with you, especially anybody that is a true connoisseur of breath work, because in my mind, people that have taken the time to get into breath work, it's a superpower, it's a secret ability that we all have, but it takes a lot of of effort and commitment in my experience to dive into it so I'm really grateful for coming on. I'm grateful for what you've been working on. I'm grateful for sharing what, what, all the amazing accomplishments and what it's taken to get you to where you're at today. So seriously, thank you so much for coming on today.
1: Dude, it's such a pleasure. I'm super pumped to be here.
0: The, the journey, the journey of getting into somebody who ends up building an app dedicated to <laughs> breath work and stress relief. How, do, how does one even, like, what was the first time in your life you've ever meditated?
1: Wow. Well, first of all, it takes a lot of breath work to build an app. Holy crap.
0: I wish I knew that at the beginning.
1: Um, (laughs) You know, I was never a meditator. I hated it. I hated meditation. Um, I was a child actress and dancer growing up. And so I naturally, being in entertainment, struggled with a lot of anxiety, body image issues. I struggled with an eating disorder for four years. And so a lot of the remedies, a lot of the advice was, coaches and teachers and therapists and things of that nature saying, Sam, you just need to meditate. Um, that'll help with all of your problems. (laughs) And I was like, Oh my God. So I would sit there in meditation and my brain would just be super busy. I couldn't focus. I couldn't sit still. I didn't know this at the time, but I have ADHD. I know that now. And so there's that as well, which, um, breath work is amazing for ADHD meditation, maybe not so much in my experience anyway. Um, so I, yeah, I couldn't meditate. People said, Stan, the way that you're going to get over your, um, I was struggling with like exercise addiction and body image issues and, you know, um, restriction of food and overeating food, just like messing with food. And a lot of people were like, you got to get into your body. And it's, it's you know, the, the path there is meditation. And I just struggled in a, in a massive way. So anyway, I was I was in Bali, this was about 11 years ago, and I went to go to a meditation class because I thought maybe it'd be different in Bali, like maybe there's something that I'm missing. And I ended up missing the meditation class and, and opting for this, this breathwork class. And many of your listeners, I'm sure, are probably like, what is breathwork? Like, surely that's just me breathing. And so I thought the exact same thing. I walked up to the class, I opened up the door and there was this guy there who was dressed all in white. He looked a little bit like Jesus. And he's he's like, "Are you ready to go on the ride of your life?" And I was like, "What are you talking about?" And he's yeah. like, "You are going to experience things in your body that you've never experienced. You are going to experience the highest states of joy and bliss and focus and concentration. You're going to feel self-love and all these things. And this was at a time of my life where I felt numbness and anxiety. I just toggled, I oscillated between those two those two states. And so for him to say this, I was like, you are tripping. <laughs> um, anyway, so I lied down and I, I began breathing in, in this, in this particular way. And within a few moments, I was like, this is unbelievable. I had no idea I could feel this incredible. Um, what the heck?
0: <laughs> I remember the first time I, I sat down and did a class. It was actually in California. Um, yeah. they have such a big community it's like the spot to be for you for what you're doing and and you get that lightheaded that feeling of like weightlessness and you're like what's going on here how's this going i I read this thing i I think it was like on like joe rogan's podcast or something that meditation is like now he was referencing going from a sauna to an ice bath combined with meditation it's like the close closest thing you can get to feeling like you're on acid or something along those lines
1: It's so true. So we got a cold plunge in the back and we do breath work and then jump in the cold plunge and you get out and you're like, whoa, like I feel amazing.
0: you are just elevated. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It's it's just wild. Yeah. And the, and the interesting thing about the breath work that I find so necessary and for everyone listening, if you're not doing it right now, you have to try to take the steps mm-hmm. forward they take one step forward every day two steps back whatever you got to do is that we live in a society that we are just boggled by so much mental stimulation you know i'm not ashamed to admit that i'm addicted to my phone like i am just getting you know the serotonin the uh the, the the dopes of dopamine every single time that i just look at my apps and notifications and i'm on this thing i have found i've actually been using um waking up with sam harris i like his yeah, uh, yeah he's been, he's been pretty good. I I like the idea of teaching how and why meditation more so before you get into it. You know what I mean? I feel like you got to believe in it, Um, but it's been helping me just chill the F out and and relax. So I have found that the top performers, they all do it 10 minutes in the morning, 10 minutes at night or something along those lines. When did you feel that you actually started getting into a routine? You know, that awkward Mm -hmm. phase where you're like, you know, it's dope, but you're still not doing it every day. And you're still like, you know,
1: yeah, yeah. So I want to say with meditation for anyone listening who's like, I can't meditate. That sounds really great, but I can't do it. Do breath work before you meditate, and it'll make your meditations longer, deeper, and way more powerful, even if they're ten minutes. So I, I feel like once I started to do breath work, then I could actually meditate. But even today, like I won't meditate before I do breath work because. So so there's three pillars of connection, right? We have our our mind, our emotionality, and our intuition. And at any point in time, those three pillars of connection are speaking to us, right? Our mind is super loud and we're, we're, we're hyper-stimulated and we live in this world where we are constantly, things are constantly fighting for our life force, right? Our phone is fighting for our life force and people get paid millions of dollars to take our life force away, right? And so, so there's that. And then there's our emotions. Our emotions are also communicating to us. And then underneath all of that is our intuition. Now, when I was going through my battle with food and chronic anxiety, people would say, Sam, just listen to your intuition, but I couldn't access it because I had to fight through my mind. I had to fight through my emotions to find my intuition. And so the beautiful thing about breathwork is that it, it, you don't have to fight anything. You breathe and the body and the breath do it for you. So you land in the seat of your intuition in that very clear, open space. And you can stable, you can settle in there. You can stabilize that. And that's, that's the perfect place for, for meditation. But for people like, I don't know, yourself and me, we're super energized, right? Like we have diffuse awareness. We can focus on a whole bunch of things, right? And there's lots, lots, lots going on. Our brain's firing. So sitting down and trying to, settle that down to meditate is is often a, a real task it's and not maybe, impossible but it's a task
0: and maybe you probably jumped ahead i assume people know the difference maybe could you give a quick description of what is the difference between meditation and breath work
1: yeah totally so meditation is so here's the thing breath work is meditation but it's not what people like breath work is a form of meditation right meditation is just like intent like focusing Right, And so breath work is a form of it, but typically speaking, um, when people think meditation, sitting down, cross-legged, lying down, focusing on your breath, getting into your body, allowing yourself to relax, allowing yourself to surrender. So it's it's much more passive. It's a passive act to deeper awareness and embodiment. Breath work is an active meditation. So there's a doingness factor to get into the beingness. Whereas with meditation, there is just the beingness. Yeah.
0: The beingness. I like that. My, mm-hmm. uh, my good friend, Skylar, who's actually one of our podcast producers lives in mm-hmm. San Diego. He did I, the Skylar. whole, he, he did the whole Wim Hof experience. Oh yeah. Did like the two weeks intensive. And oh, yeah. let me tell you, Sky was not the type of dude to go meditate. And that experience changed him mm-hmm. completely inside out. He now coaches, he he does his own little breathwork sessions in his backyard. He's got the ice bath. He's yeah. all in on it. It's crazy.
1: Did he go to Poland and do the whole thing? He yeah, did. He did. Dang. I want to do that.
0: <laughs> yeah. He fully savaged out with whim and, and, and he introduced me to like, two of these other really, really cool people. And I like that program because it seems these people have such diverse stories, right? Mm-hmm. Some people have chronic health conditions that they're trying to figure out a way to overcome. Some people just work, you know, as an industrial engineer and just feel it meaningless in life and just no passion. Everyone has these different stories and they come and they unite under this common guide of, of breath work. It's, it's very interesting.
1: It's very cool, you know. I think that's the coolest thing about breathwork is there are no prerequisites for it, and you can experience deep transformation with one session. So i was I was teaching breathwork at a maximum security prison in Northern California, um, and I was teaching breathwork to men who've been in prison for decades, right. And, and we'll be there for life. And so it was really interesting because with one session, I got these guys to actually get into their bodies and open up their hearts. And then this one man came up to me and he was like, if I knew how to do that years ago, I wouldn't be here right now. Cause I can actually feel the love that's in my heart. And I'm like, that's what's possible. Like, imagine if everyone knew that they were their own drug and everyone knew that they had this ability to use their breath, to clear their mind, increase performance, like double their efficiency, uh, like tap into deep states of fulfillment and love. Come on, people would be like all over it. But we don't realize, <laughs> we've forgotten that we are this powerful. You I, know?
0: Think, I think a lot of it too has to do with the fact that we're 20 years behind society is, if you would. You know, you have these pathfinders or, or people that are out there clearing the way. And now there's all these studies coming out about it. I think in 15, 20 years, everyone will have a sauna. Everyone will have an ice bath everyone will be doing meditation or not everyone. Cause no matter what yeah. you, you yeah. Paint, paint the robe, but some people won't walk. I, I it's going to, the, the studies that are continuously coming out are just so powerful, especially the ones with placebos where, mm. you, you know, you take a double blind study of, of drugs or some people that just use meditation. I find those really fascinating.
1: It's wild. It's wild what we could do through focus, through awareness, through our breath, through our body. Like we are so insanely powerful and it's, it's a shame we don't know that, especially at a time right now where people feel weak and in fear and all that kind of stuff. And, and fear is like the worst thing for our health, you know,
0: what about, so transitioning into you deciding I'm going to take this passion of mine and turn it into a, uh, into a a career what goes through your mind when you're like, Hey, I'm going to start an app and it's going to be awesome. And it's going to compete with all the biggest ones out there. And and what, what goes through your mind when you're, you just send it that direction.
1: Send it. Um, God, it's not something I thought about doing and did it. It's something that dropped in, you know, like when we do breath work and we open up the space, there's so much room for, Creativity and imagination and so much room and uh, direct access to, you know, call it God, call it universe, call it intuition. It's like the invisible thing in the sky, right? Whatever word you want to use. And so it was at a time in my life where I, it came to me, like pause breathwork came to me. I wasn't intending to start another business. I wasn't intending to make a business out of breathwork. It was very divinely guided and as I was starting, and I'm like, this is weird. What am I doing? I can't believe I'm doing this. And now, we have the biggest facilitator training program on the market, and our app is blowing up. Like I never knew that this would be, uh, what it is today. But it's it's one of the, those things where I just kept following the hunches of what my next best move was, and I didn't think too much of about it. You know, like I never set out to go. I'm going to create the best facilitator training on the market. It's going to be amazing. And we just did it, you know, like, and same thing with the app. Like, I'm like, I just, I want to create a piece of technology that doesn't exist yet. And I want to use. And so I just created the very thing that I wanted. And now thousands of people also love it all around the world, which is really cool.
0: When you say facilitator training, what do you Mm -hmm. mean the difference between that and just like an average training?
1: Yeah. So, so we have a, a, pause breathwork facilitator program. So for those people who want to teach breathwork, we have a six month in, in, in-depth training program for those people. Very cool. Yeah. So that's, we certify hundreds of people every year. <laughs>
0: oh, that is so cool. If, what about the time when you're doing it, you're rocking and rolling, you have this idea, you have this hunch, it's divine. You're feeling that you're in your body. You're just in your mojo. You're in flow. And those days where you just have to record and you got like 100 people on the other line and they're waiting for you to guide them and you just don't want to be there. You're having a bad day. What are some things that kind of push you towards it? Or do you ever find that you're able to just overcome those thoughts through breath work?
1: So this is a really good question. And it's a very timely question because where I'm at right now today in this moment, I am feeling at max capacity. You know, like I, I'm like, okay, God, this has been, it's been a big year. It's been a huge year. And so I can override my intuition to slow down for a very short amount of time. Right. So, so for instance, this week is my last full on week. And then I'm taking a break. (laughs) Um, so I can override it like a little bit through doing things like, like, I know all the, I know all the mindset tricks. I have been in this industry since I was 12 years old. Like I started doing 20 problems at 12 years old. So I know all the mindset tricks that can like get me amped up. Like, okay, let's go. Let's do some, breath work, affirmations, focus, energy, you know, vitamin IVs, my cold plunge. Like I can do all the things to put me at a level 10 energy, but there's a cost to that. It's not sustainable because my body is fatigued. My adrenals are fatigued, right? So it's like, I know I can do that and like pull on all my tricks and my, 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 my bag of tricks, if you will. But I, I, I know then I need to take some, some time off. So Thursday after work, I'm going to the mountains with no technology. We, we go to this mountain town two hours from where we live and we just disconnect for the whole time and that's what I need in order to like get back get back in the game you know
0: that, that's one of the coolest parts about California you got the Sierras like three or four three three mile three hours away you got Big Bear all that area
1: I have you been to Idlewild I haven't oh my god everyone needs to go to Idlewild it's so cool
0: the Sierras were amazing though. And I feel like I didn't discover that until I already was like, I didn't like LA. I, I already made up my mind, I didn't like LA. And then my friend got me to go out to the Sierras and go camping. And I'm like, oh my God, this is amazing. Uh, yeah,
1: the, the, gosh, the like night sky with the stars and the silence and just like, it's like the silence is is so full, you know? Cause it's just like, so amazing.
0: It's like the feeling that noise canceling headphones give you when you put them on and you're like, whew, like you go into yeah. that like vortex, like that's where you're at when you're out in the mountains.
1: Totally. It's just wild. It's so, so, so good.
0: Right. And that feeling of not being able to go into your phone because your phone doesn't work. It doesn't have service uh, is very humbling too. Cause you realize mm-hmm. how many times your body is addicted to, to researching and, and all the dopamine. And we could talk about that topic forever. Everyone knows that's the case. But leveraging a topic like breathwork to get a hold of your mojo, get a hold of you, allowing yourself to not spin off into a really bad state. That mm-hmm. I feel is the power. And uh, it's really strong. I have a good friend, Chris Keener. I don't know if you've ever met Chris. He's yeah. uh, he's out in San Diego. He's a breathwork instructor. Uh, he works with the mud water team. Really, really cool dude. I met him at this um, event called Brick. It was like this uh sleepover type th- it was kind of weird not gonna lie uh but the idea was there's like 100 people you put your phone away and you know you had like a sleepover my friend sky sky Collins got me into it she's awesome uh but we did a meditation with chris and that was the most deep crazy meditation i've ever done mm. where it was 22 minutes of hardcore <sighs> And and by the end of it, you're, you're levitating, you're floating, you're, and then yeah. something about everyone around you doing it too. It gets oh,
1: a group. It feels is amazing. Yeah. That,
0: it's crazy. And it made me believe in energy after that.
1: Yeah, dude, I got to meet this guy. I love, I love mud water. In fact, I'm trying to get off coffee right now. That's that coffee supplement thing, right?
0: Yeah. It's like, yeah, a mix. I,
1: yeah I need, I need to get me some of that. Cause this girl needs a break from caffeine.
0: I hear that. <laughs> We all do as a society. Dude, it's
1: crazy. Like, talk about addiction. I literally feel addicted to it. It's nuts. And I hate, like, so with my phone, I like, a couple of years ago, I was like, "Man, I'm addicted to my phone." So I put these like really intense boundaries on my phone. So things like, I my phone is never in color; it's only on grayscale, and the the light is like way down, so it doesn't even like look good to look at it. And then I'm I I uh, I'm only allowed <laughs> I'm only allowed these are the rules that I create for myself. I'm only allowed two hours a day on my phone. So it's 11:24 right now. I have not picked up my phone today yet. It's in the other room charging. And there's things. So I, I, I broke, like, I broke the addiction cause I, I was stripping my life force. Right. And I'm realizing coffee is like that same thing. Like the other night I was like, I'm excited to go to bed tonight. Cause I get to wake up and have coffee in the morning. Like that's, that's addiction.
0: <laughs> I think a lot of it has to come with the fact that we all deep down want a vice.
1: Yeah, of some sort, right? Whether it's like, like weed's not my thing, but that's some people's thing. Alcohol's not my thing, but that's, but it's like, can we live without a vice? Like what would a viceless life look like?
0: I don't, it sounds like uh, an episode of, I don't know, I just think of a weird, I don't know why it jumped in my head, but an episode of SpongeBob where everything's like super lame and and, and round and boring. Um, I I don't know, because I feel you, like there's been times where I haven't drank and for three or four months and didn't smoke, didn't do anything. And, it, you know part of me just wants when you don't do any of that stuff and you do yeah. have a glass of co- like a cup of coffee, you're just like <laughs> you're just like but what it's, up? Like,
1: it's like the question that I asked myself is like can we energetically create that through our bodies and through our breath and not have to be reliant on something you know like a whole thing like I love is like you like we are the drug you are the drug so so I'm using coffee as a drug. And what if I was just to replace my morning coffee with something like mud water? This is turning into a commercial for mud. Just go to mudwater.com. I'm just kidding. <laughs> like something like mud water or matcha or whatever right. it is. Right. And like, and then realize, okay, that real big spike that we get from coffee, we can actually create that through movement, through dancing, through breath, through focus, whatever, you know,
0: what, what's your feeling? Have you ever, uh, did the, done the cacao thing?
1: Yeah, dude, I do cacao all the time. Um, I love it. And it's like a nice. I mean, I don't know if it like does what all the hippies say it does with like open your heart and shit, but like maybe I don't know. I like I I just do like gratitude ceremonies like I sit there in meditation, um, breath work, meditation, gratitude, and then just like drink the cacao. And it's really nice. I really like that. Um, But yeah, it's like it's like the coffee thing has got to
0: go. How do you make your coffee?
1: Um, French. So Eric is hilarious. And he sets we have like a coffee maker in our bedroom. And Eric sets it off to go at 545 every single day. So we wake up to the smell of coffee. That's what's going to make this hard for me to quit because like that happens every morning and he's going to still do that. And then we also do like French press.
0: I heard French press is the play because right now I'm doing pour over and it's like the Gucci way of doing it. But I don't like it. it takes too much time.
1: It's it's very Gucci, but we 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 also have that with like the kettle with like the long, like the long, what is it called? The gooseneck thing and the pour over. Like we have all that whole setup too. But yeah, it's it's the chimex. Chimex. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's it's bougie, but it's great. Yeah,
0: Yeah, it does. You do feel really extra when you're pouring that water over to slack.
1: I'm extra like (laughs) walk.
0: Yeah. But it's ultimately, I, I just find it fascinating because like you mentioned, breath work can become that vice. Mm-hmm. And that's yeah. a, that's a good vice. I mean, imagine if you're a vice, like my vice is, you know, helping, ho- like helping people find homes or my vice is, uh, you know, making the world a better place. <laughs> if that was, yeah. the, if that was the case, the world would be crushing it, but, but it's like,
1: it's like, why not? Why not? It's like, it's like, is that a lack of education? Like, do people just not know? Cause dude, here's the interesting thing. When I teach breath work, people have no idea that they can feel that way. So it's like, are we just undereducated in this area? Like, that's what I believe. That's why I, it's like a big push for me to get this app out. Cause I'm like, I'm like, if people knew how powerful they are, we wouldn't be in this position right now. Cause we're fighting for power. It's like, fuck it. We're and- all powerful.
0: Amen. To that. If, and some of your sessions, when you're doing these breath work sessions, is there any specific experiences you can recall that uh, maybe somebody who has taken your class just went full uh, just all sorts of feeling, some types of way that that reminiscence with you?
1: Dude, I've I've experienced everything. Like I've had where students are feeling like this incredible bliss euphoria, like on top of the world, like they've never felt anything like it before. I've had people rage and like, get out like a lot of like, like primal screaming, like, like getting it all out and then bawling your eyes out and everything in between, you know, it's like, it's breathwork gives space for the human experience to just be the human experience without like, Hey, everything's fine. Everything's good. Everything's-. It's like, no, it's not, it's not actually good. You need to cry. You need to break down. You need to do all these things. And so breathwork gives the spaciousness for people just to be real and authentic with their emotionality.
0: Yeah. And then the people, I mean, if you're going to burst out crying, cause you're tapping into your inner, your inner sweetheart. And you do that in front of people, you better believe that you're going to become friends with those people. after.
1: Totally. It's like immediate connection
0: immediate connection
1: is beautiful it's beautiful you know like I've I've breathed in circles with people and after I was like I feel way more connected to you than someone who I've known for 20 years and that's just the potentiality when we like get vulnerable and open up you know
0: that's interesting I was speaking about this on another podcast with our friend Peter and essentially we were talking about how a lot of times people use vices like smoking and drinking Because I know in my experience, if I smoke or drink with you, I tend to feel like we're just a little bit closer. I don't know. There's something unique about it. It's like I can almost trust you more because we've had this experience together. But he was talking about how since he's been clean off both of that for five years now, he says that he finds that if you can go on a hike with somebody or you can have an intimate experience with them, you're Mm going to get to feel that times 10.
1: For sure. For sure. You know, it makes it even better hike with a breath with breathwork. It's it's the money shot right there.
0: That's the money shot. The top of the mountain breathwork session. That's what we do.
1: That's what we do. We'll we'll do these like gnarly three hour hikes, like with our friends. And then at the top, just like breathwork at the viewpoint. It's like, that's
0: the best. And you guys are just so giddy about it. You're like, let's go. We're so close. Like it's, it's such a treat to be able to do these sessions.
1: Totally. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Like whenever I'm with my friends, I always, I'm like, Hey, can, do you guys want to do like a little bit of breath work? Cause what that does is it just like it, you, it like creates uh coherence, like energetic coherence between the group. So the connection better. The rapport is better. Just everything's better.
0: That's amazing. I'm, I'm about to be, I want to do some breath work right now.
1: <laughs> you can do it. <laughs> do you want to take, you want to take the listeners through some?
0: I mean, what is there something that's short that you could give an example of maybe something that the listeners can do or even if they just want to dip their toes in what what yeah. you suggest
1: yeah i'd say i'd say let's do um so for those people listening that want to just just try it just to so what, what to see what it feels like there's a breath called the triactive breath and so that's into the belly up into the chest and out through the mouth so it sounds like this Yeah, all through the mouth. And as you're breathing, we want to kind of feel like rather than uh, separating the breath, just, just imagine it like waving through the body. So that's the breath pattern. And then at the end, take a deep breath in through the nose. Hold at the top for about 30 seconds and then release it and then just check in to see how you feel. It's powerful stuff.
0: So you would do like a few waves of those all through the mouth. And then the last one is the, is the kaboom is through the nose.
1: Yeah, dude. So 30 seconds of all through the mouth and then taking a deep breath and holding at the top. And
0: for someone that's been doing it as long as you have, and you felt this way, you're probably extremely in tune with your body and your emotions, Mm -hmm. or at least more so than other people. Do you now kind of always try to one-up yourself? Are you like, I remember I hit a level nine to two last time. Let's see if there's a um, nine to four.
1: No, because I know that's just my mind and my ego. Right. So like breath work is all about like really trusting the body and doing what the body needs. So there's some days where that breath that I just taught you guys is actually too intense for my body. And I need to do more of like a, like a force, inhale, relax, exhale, kind of in through the nose, out through the mouth. So yeah, like. I think probably asked me that 10 years ago when I was like into competition of all sorts, I would have been like, let's fucking go. (laughs) Um, but now I'm like, I just want to listen to my body. You know,
0: is there ever a scenario where breathing through your nose is, is better or is breath work primarily through the mouth?
1: No, breath work through the nose is great. And some may argue it's actually better through the mouth. Um, one of my friends, James Nestor, James Nestor wrote a book called, um, breath and he talks about like chronic mouth breathing is not a good thing, right? So if you're, if you're in bed sleeping and you're breathing through your mouth, when you sleep, that's not ideal. It's better to do it through the nose. Um, but for, it, like breath work, like this nature, then the breathing through the mouth is totally fine. And in fact, it makes it deeper because the airways are, are wider, like gives me more capacity than, right? Yeah. Um, but also some people don't like breathing through their mouth or some people don't like breathing through their nose. So it just, it really depends. So when I teach a breath pattern, I always give um, modifications as well. So for instance, that one that we just did for people who don't like breathing through their mouth, a good modification is two through the nose and then exhale through
0: the mouth. So taking a step back, I recently got a sauna and it's been the best thing ever. I got it from Is your life
1: changed?
0: I I feel so Gucci and bougie when I get into that thing and it's just Mm -hmm. my happy place. It's amazing. It's an infrared sauna. And for anyone that doesn't know, infrared saunas get up to like 150 degrees versus the sweaty dude sauna that you're used to where you're taking water and putting on the rocks and shh. Um, but you're still getting that crazy sweating effect. Um, I got it from Radiant Health Saunas, Randy Gomm, uh from their team. I just love them because they have really low EMFs, VCOs, but yeah. it, it really has helped a lot. But a lot of times it's because I feel that in our world, we are constantly consumed with pesticides and yeah. microplastics and all this stuff, right? That Our parents Mm -hmm. fed us when we were younger because they had no idea. High fructose corn syrup is terrible for you, right? Mm -hmm. It's interesting because I sometimes feel shittier after the sauna because I think it's bringing those toxins out and it's making my brain all messed up. So I'm still going through the motions. But my question for you is what's your routine that you found has worked really, really good for you, whether that be meditation, ice bath, like what's Mm -hmm. your, what's your mojo that you would do, let's say on most days,
1: most days, 5.45, I wake up and I do breath work right away. And the reason I do it right away is because sometimes through dreaming, you can have a bunch of um, like, your dreams can kick up emotion and anxiety sometimes or just like feeling lethargic. So the first thing that I do in the morning is I do breath work. And what I do is in through the nose, out through the mouth, 25 times. And then I hold my breath at the top. And I do that around three times. So that's like my, my, like wake me up and, and on, on my app, it's called morning energizer. So I do that every single morning. Um, I, I do this in front of my red light. I am a big red light therapy. Uh, I just love it. Really? <laughs> uh, yeah. I love red light therapy. Um, so my red light actually like turns on at 6. A.m., so I get up and then I start doing that. Um, then I meditate and journal. After I meditate in journal, that's about 645 ish. Um, I then go to either hot yoga or I'll work with my trainer from seven to eight. Mm-hmm. So seven to eight is my like workout hour of the day. Um, then I come home and I cold plunge and then I get ready for work.
0: Damn. So from 545 to eight, you're ready to rock.
1: Yeah, man. And then from like 820, because by the time I get home, it'll be like 820, the cold plunge and then shower, get ready for work.
0: Do you just jump in the cold plunge full kamikaze or do you need to like jack yourself up before you do it? I just jump in
1: Jedi style, you know?
0: Really? And it's like right above freezing.
1: So I It's at 41 right now.
0: How long do you stay in?
1: Three minutes minimum. The other day I did five. I don't know what was in me, but I was going for it.
0: <laughs> do you do breath work right before it to like prime yourself?
1: No, I do it the first minute I'm in there. I'll just be like, <sighs> But with, with cold plunging, do you cold plunge?
0: I am. That's my next, like, okay. Okay.
1: Okay. It's like, it's, it's the worst until about 90 seconds in, and then it, then it's not, then it's fine.
0: Fine. That's the thing. I'm, I'm, a, I'm such a warm human. I just love hot tubs and warm showers. Like it's just it's mm-hmm. my happy. I, place. I
1: do too, dude. I do too. And there's something about the cold plunge. That's like, just well, I've you- been,
0: I've been doing the whole thing where I just make, put the shower super, super cold in the morning. And I just sit yeah. there for like two minutes and I'm like, I don't want to tell, but set time for two minutes. And she'll be like, okay. Um, but it's not the same when you do the ice bath. I mean, you're it's 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 shocking but afterwards you are and i understand why you know our bodies when attributed to crazy extremes either heat or cold Mm. produce better mitochondria, improve nerve endings makes us Mm -hmm. mentally sharper puts us in that fight or flight Mm -hmm. mode it makes complete sense why you do it but still sometimes it's not easy
1: yeah Yeah, you gotta get a cold plunge because a a cold chair in miami i don't know if that's too (laughs) cool
0: I hear you. I feel you. <laughs> A
1: cold shower up in Canada, you're freezing your ass off.
0: <laughs> so true. Do you recommend like a, a legit? I'm gonna jump in and find a like a Tony Robbins plunge or just the, the coffin plunge?
1: Uh that's what we have. We have like a full on, like it, it's like a it's like a hot tub but cut in half, and it's 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 like yeah, it ha- it looks like a hot tub basically, right. and we so just jump
0: just, So you can go like feet first. Oh if- yeah. So oh yeah. Deep.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah.
0: Oh, that's so cool. What what brand is it?
1: Um, uh, R E N U Renew R E N U
0: R E N U R E N U. Are they pretty affordable? They're like ten grand if you want to get like a nice one.
1: Yeah, but dude, people are like transforming freezers. Like I don't know, people do that too. So a lot of my friends do that. Um,
0: Yeah, you can transform a freezer for like two hundred bucks
1: totally so like yeah. like if you're interested in cold plunging anyone just start there and then and then work your way up i i've been like like i'm obsessed with it so like i just i just went all out i was like we're, we're doing this
0: that's so cool <laughs> and you just dive in send it
1: <laughs> yeah it's it like we moved into a new place in january i'm like cold plunge before a couch like let's go
0: what about We've at got- night what do you oh. do what do you do to wind down
1: oh uh, okay so no cold plunge, no red light. Cause that just like jacks up my energy. Um, so at night I do like slow movement. So whether it's like intuitive movement or a little bit of like soft yoga, um, then I do like soft breath work and then meditation. And then I go to bed.
0: Are you pretty just sunken? You can just go zero to sleep in five minutes if you want.
1: Oh, for sure. Yeah.
0: Has yeah. you always been like that?
1: I've always been like that. I grew up uh, working in film and television. And so like, if I had like 45 minutes, I would like go to my trailer, fall asleep for 45 minutes and then get back on set. Like I've always been able to just like fall asleep.
0: Sleep is a superpower. Mm. You get good yeah. sleep. Sleep changes your life. Like if you can yeah. get seven to nine hours, it's, it's crazy.
1: Seriously. I like, I can't function on less than that. Like I, I feel like I go psycho a little bit.
0: Oh, me too. I was just visiting my brother in Chicago. He's on his fourth year of residency as a surgeon, mm. and man, the hours they put these freaking docs through. I, I can't. I would never be able to do what he does. He gets yeah. four or five hours of sleep, and then has to repeat a sixteen-hour day, day That's after insane. day after day. That's insane.
1: Oh like these, are, these are
0: the dudes cutting you open. You know, they have four hours of sleep, you know? <laughs>
1: yeah. It's like, can I have a well-rested surgeon, please? <laughs> it's like
0: next to every, I have a whole different outlook on doctors now because I sometimes if a doctor's just moody. I'm like, I can, un- the shit they put you through to get to where you're uh, at. They produce a demon. <laughs> dude,
1: that's insane. That's insane.
0: Interesting. Yeah. But little things such as breathwork, mind control, mind control, Mm. mind control. (laughs) Meditation can help you a lot in processing what little sleep you can get. I've always had trouble sleeping. I find my brain to become a nightmare at night. I'm just stoked. I'm just so stoked on like, I I don't want the day to end. I'm all about Mm. let's keep the day going. Right. Mm. Um, But Mm. I have found that the sauna has made me much more chill I like, mm. I use an aura ring to track my sleep. Do you do any sleep yeah, trackers? Yeah,
1: I have the aura ring. I'm real bad with wearing it though. I'll be honest.
0: I know. I, I might switch to the whoop.
1: Eric has the whoop. He does that. Yeah. Yeah.
0: If you're doing the aura ring great for sleep in my opinion, but whoops way better for activity. If activity. You're, if you're trying to work, if you're a straight CrossFit or you're working out, you're counting your steps way better. Cause I mean, imagine you have like a dumbbell in your hand and you're squeezing a ring against the bell, you know, and you're just, yeah,
1: it's not great. Right. It's not great. Yeah. yeah.
0: But once you get one of these things and you lose it, it's a piece of you is lost too. <laughs> it's, it burns deep, burns deep. <laughs> Oh my God. That's funny. I dropped 300 on one and I lost it moving. And I had to buy another. I was like, oh, do I really need to do okay. this? I'm like, I do. I need to see. I
1: got to do it. I got <laughs> to do it.
0: It's like, yeah, what's what, what's my sleep score? Oh, it's an 85. I'm fine. Everything's fine. Oh, my sleep score is a 40. Life's done. I'm screwed. <laughs> exactly.
1: Exactly. No, it's
0: so informative. It's incredible. So what about red light therapy? I have Fill up LED lights in all my my house so I can see that. I can say like Alexa, turn all lights red, and I can get that red light therapy ish thing. You know? Oh my god, it did it. Did it do it? It did.
1: Oh my gosh.
0: Yeah, you got the.
1: Wow, check it out. That's That's so good.
0: It's so fun. But is that the same level of emissions that you would need to get true red light therapy?
1: No. Like the red like true red light therapy. Like I don't know the numbers with the voltage and all that kind of stuff, but it is like industrial grade, like Like it just like this. This type of red light therapy is really amazing. If you have any sort of body aches, you know, like I pulled my hamstring as a dancer when I was 21 years old, so that was 11 years ago, and I put red light therapy on it every single day, and it's so much better than it used to be. Um, so there's a company called Red Therapy Co. Um, that's where I get. I I have two of their lights. I have their big 720, and then the, I have their 360. And so it's, it's just, it's powerful. It's, it's great for skin. It's, it's great for, I mean, there's articles on articles on articles on, on this stuff, but it, it's not just a red light. It's, it's red light therapy. So it's, it's different.
0: So the 360 the 720, these are two devices that sit near your bed and you can just turn them on right there. Does it. And you can set yeah. them all up to timers and do that stuff.
1: Yeah. So like our 720, we have it in our master bedroom. And so it, it goes on every single day at seven o'clock or six o'clock.
0: And it also helps you, uh, go through that process of being in deep sleep into waking up.
1: Totally. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Okay. Without, I'm going to read a bunch on this after, but without doing all the reading, how would you sum it up?
1: I would sum it up by saying the, it, it helps. So, so there's, there's two ways. So it helps with like skin health. It helps, um, with your mitochondria. It helps with, Um, cellular uh, rejuvenation and then also from a muscle point of view like it it helps with like muscle aches and pains so people like people use it for like wrinkles
0: like it's 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 incredible you have great skin so you're a great
1: I'm not I'm not that old yet so
0: you're rocking the red therapy that's your. is that the company you did before this no 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 did you low-key have a red therapy company What were you doing before the pause and before all this? So
1: I've had my, I have, I've had my first company for about 10 years now. It's called hungry for happiness. Um, so we help women who struggle with emotional eating, body image issues, that whole thing. And then I've had pause breath work for about four years now. And before this, I was, um, Gosh, I did many other things. Um, I was in the entertainment industry a little bit, doing a little bit of acting. I worked for Smallville as a stunt double for a little while. I worked in England as a business development manager for a beauty company. Like I did all sorts of things.
0: <laughs> Looking back, is there one of those that you kind of might've wanted to go down a road deeper?
1: No, I'm so grateful for what I'm doing now. I'm and you, so got, you got it
0: out of your system. and
1: Yeah, I wouldn't want to do anything else.
0: That's awesome! Congratulations! Yeah. That's you found your call and you're doing your vibe, all all the mm-hmm. above. So this is one thing we always like to. There's only one staple question I ever ask in this podcast, and it's if you could go back in time to maybe that girl before you started hungry for happiness, and you could have told yourself a few things, like one, two, or three things. You have this a minute moment where you see yourself now and who you were. What are maybe some things you would tell yourself that would have saved you a ton of time? um, money, heartache, happiness, and a great answer is I wouldn't have said anything. Cause it made me who I am, but let's throw that out. What are some, <laughs> th- what are, what are some things that you'd possibly say to yourself? It's so? mm. mm,
1: a great question. Mm. Ruthlessly follow your truth, no matter what, you know, it's like, no matter what, just Follow your truth, follow your intuition. Like your body knows best. That'd be number one. Um, The the, uh, the obstacle is the way. There's a really good book by Ryan Holiday called The Obstacle is the Way. And it just helps to reframe um, struggle. You know, it's like any struggle, any pain. It's like, okay, no, this is the way through. We're growing through this. The obstacle is the way. And then- yeah, the body comes first. So like always just keep trusting your body, trusting it's trusting when it needs rest, you know, like we talked about, um, because burnout can manifest in interesting ways, especially with, with your audience, right. Entrepreneurs go-getters. Um, if we're burnt out, we can sabotage the things that are right there for us, you know? So it's like, I know for a lot of entrepreneurs, we don't want to rest. We want to keep pushing through crashing it and doing the thing, but rest is what really helps us not burn everything to the ground.
0: I love it. Learn to
1: rest, not quit.
0: Learn to rest, not quit. The obstacle is the way, who is that by
1: Ryan holiday? He's an incredible author. He's, he, um, wrote another book called uh, stillness is the key. I think it's called, uh, anyway, just Google Ryan holiday. He's great. Have you met him? No, but I want to interview him on my on my podcast one day.
0: Hell yeah, you should. Yeah, Holding yeah. you to it. There you go. How can people, For this is just amazing. How can people find and download your app? I downloaded it. I checked it out. It's very oh, well made. The UI you. is very simple.
1: Thank I you. love I
0: love your intro video. Uh, it's just very mm. well done. Explains what the F we're doing here. Um, Thanks, dude. You know, yeah, so for everyone listening, that. definitely check it out. But how can people continue to follow the app and continue to follow your story?
1: Yeah. So go to pause.app, pause.app to get the app. And there's a free 14 day trial there for you. And I am on Instagram at Samantha Skelly. So just my first and last name. And then everything else is at pausebreathwork.com. So our facilitator training, our courses, all that kind of fun stuff.
0: Amazing. And next time I'm out in San Diego, which will be November 7th for two weeks. I would okay. love to love to link up and I'll, yeah, I'll also link you up with Chris. Cause he's fantastic. Yes,
1: Please. I'm excited for that.
0: Um, Samantha, we appreciate you. Thanks so much for coming on the show. Thank you for having me.
1: Thank you for listening to another episode. Remember hope is not a strategy. Keep making moves till next time. Peace.